Greetings, Gente Puente! Today's program is a great way to start off 2019 on the right foot. It's a mix of all the best tips and encouragement and prayers of my interviews in English in 2018. In this experience of interviewing ministers, the part that I feel that has been the most powerful is at the end when they share their experiences of being leaders in ministry and what motivates them to continue and the prayers that they pray for you and your ministry. I hope you enjoy it and that it will help you start off 2019 with a sense that you are not alone. There are people who support you, who are praying for you, and the growing Gente Puente community is by your side. I hope that if you know of a minister who needs some encouragement in this season, that you will share this episode with them as well. Si prefieres español, puedes leer un resumen de este episodio de los mejores consejos y ánimo de mis entrevistas en inglés de 2018 en las notas del programa en paticc.com diagonal S17. I'm Patty Gutierrez from Patty's Catholic Corner. Our team works to serve ministries like yours. We offer you the best practices and encouragement through this podcast and our Facebook group, as well as translation services from a team with experience in Catholic ministry. If you want to be part of our online community, just look for Gente Puente on Facebook and join the group. In this episode, you will hear parts of the 2018 interviews in English. If you want to see which episodes they come from, you can visit the show notes at pattycc.com slash 17. We're going to start with some of their advice for other Catholic ministers. These are people who have years of experience in ministry already. Some even have decades. I asked them to share from their experience how they have stayed in ministry, how they balance all the aspects of their lives, and how they maintain their relationship with God. Many of us want to serve the church for the rest of our lives and not forget what is most important. Here are very good tips on how to reach that goal. The first thing that all of us need to understand is that over 70%, about 70% of American Catholics under the age of 35 are Latino and they are, and 67% of practicing Catholics aged 18 to 34 are Latino. So the future of our church lies in our Hispanic culture and our Hispanic people. They are going to bring us hope. They are going to see a change in our church, a much needed change in our church, bringing back the importance of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the Blessed Mother, bringing back the relational aspect of practicing and worshiping and, and, and serving in our church. We, we don't have a choice. This is where the future of our church lies. If we don't jump on board and work, then we are remiss in our duties as practice, not just as those that work for the church, but as practicing Catholics. We are remiss. For my green girl friends, just be honest. We don't know nothing. That's okay. We speak the language terribly. That's okay. If your heart is there, they will love you. Don't be afraid of language barrier. Just Reach out and embrace your people, whether you're a lay leader or priest, brother, or whatever your role in the parish. There's always a way through the language by the love of heart.
you have to have to have to have a day off. <laughs> you have to uh, have time every day for prayer. Um, and that's part of my vocation in my life. Um, without that, I couldn't do any of what I do. Um, I, and you have to reach out and get others involved. You can't do it alone. Well, one of the things that I've learned that, uh, that has you know, become very fruitful in ministry in general is that when we allow and when we facilitate and we learn from the different traditions and the popular devotion of our people from Latin America, our Latinos, um, and we, you know, the leaders, the staff or the Hispanic ministers facilitate that, um, um, the overall ministry in the parish flourishes. You know, it's very successful because people feel respected. People you know, our brothers and sisters, you know, Latinos here in the U.S. feel uh, taken into account that they don't have to bury and hide, you know, those traditions, you know, so, so well ingrained traditions that have marked their faith lives for their entire life. You know, just like these traditions have marked my life. So um, I, I would I would suggest that that I would encourage everyone to to not be afraid of encouraging the continuation of these traditions. You know, um, uh, because the more that we facilitate that, the, the, the more success and the more involvement we'll have in, in, in other ministries and even mass attendance, you know, and people coming and feeling part of a family. You know, um, the other thing I would say is that, uh, you know, our Latino communities are very diverse. You know, not everybody's from Mexico. You know, not everybody is from a particular country, you know. And learning from different traditions and different devotions, uh, uh, even at this time of Christmas, you know, right before, you know, it's so beautiful because it, it becomes very inclusive, you know, in its diversity, which it enriches all of us, you know, as Latinos. And it can uh, enrich the rest of the parish, you know. It, it, um, there are so many uh, uh, brothers and sisters from the uh, uh, Americans, you know, uh, or Caucasian Catholics that who have been part of these celebrations, whose lives have been transformed, you know, because they've been invited to be part of it, you know, and um, to learn from it and to enjoy of it. And, and that just has an impact on their lives. I do the sea chat act. Uh, even though as ministers, we always start with the act. We want to do this. We need to wait and see what's gonna what's gonna happen, what what God is gonna will. We always have it backwards in in the in ministry. We always start with the with the act. Oh, we're gonna do a retreat, and then we say, okay, what should we do in the retreat? And we need to be very open minded because even though we have the act doing the action, um, we need to wait and see what God is willing, so we can judge it later and say this this is God's. Um, this is what God is trying to do and then incorporate myself. So I always try to remember that I need to judge um, uh, and see where God is taking the, the project. So just because I want to have, I mean, I do youth ministry, write a beautiful night on some issue because um, in my um, opinion of what I have learned, this is what we need and this is the action. I still need to see how God is going to do it and then and then judge 
where God is taking this, where God is taking this topic, where God is taking this ministry, where where God's will is moving. Because if, if we don't if we don't stop and if I don't stop and judge, then I, um and that has happened in my life. I move so far away from what we love. I'd say uh, a couple of things. One is to keep balance in your life as a minister, as a leader in, in, in ministry and, and the church. Keep balance in your life. I always repeat my young adults, stay strong in body, mind, and spirit. And I say that very intentionally in, in calling our, our young people to realize that, hey, as a, as a priest, I try to do this. I invite you to do the same in your lives. I to keep balance and in, in staying healthy and exercising and in caring for the temple of your body, but also dedicating time to strengthening your spirit and your relationship with the Lord through prayer and moments of retreat and silence. And then, sure, uh, the mind. Keep growing. Keep studying. Keep. Uh, don't be happy with what you learn at seminary or what you learn at college or university, but expand your mind and always keep learning. So strength of body, mind, spirit. That would be one advice. Another advice would be for a leader in ministry to know your people, know the people you're ministering to, the people you're going out to serve. Get to know them and accompany them. Walk with them. In Spanish, we have the word acompañamiento, which is such a profound term, pastorally and theologically. It's that accompaniment that it's being besides our people, not just serve them as if they were people you don't even know who they are. You need to walk with them and, and know their hearts and know their needs. And, and by accompanying them, that's the biggest lesson. And that will be the first step to open many doors in ministry. That's a second advice. And the third one I'd like to share, apart from staying strong in body, mind, spirit, and, and walking and accompanying your people and knowing them, the third one would be stay joyful. We need joyful people in ministry. We need people who are happy, uh, that are full of enthusiasm, of creativity, of joy, and it's the joy of the gospel. And Pope Francis reminds us all the time, and he did that in his encyclical, The Joy of the Gospel, saying we don't need people with with sad faces that look like they're uh, in the funeral. We need people that are joyful, that have a smile on their faces, and that's the power of the gospel. That's the power of, of Jesus Christ that can transform the world. And we need ministers, we need priests, we need young adult leaders in the church and people in ministry that have that joy of the gospel and that can uh, share that joy with others. If you are going through a difficult time in your life or in your ministry, I want these words to encourage you and motivate you to make the necessary changes, to look for solutions, to take care of yourself, and walking hand in hand with Jesus, to move forward to build up His kingdom. You are going to get tired. Um, this work is exhausting, but it is so worth it. It is so worth every late night. 
it is so worth every weekend, um, every, every crazy hour of the day that you have to work and every unexpected thing that you have to do is worth it because we have to be there for these families. You're a minister for some reason. Um, you might not know it yet and it might not be apparent, but God puts you in this position of ministering because you have something to give. And there are people who have have nothing and are and we need to to be there and so as a minister uh just keep going sometimes <laughs> that's all we have um maybe after a crazy week or a crazy weekend um of, of being at a retreat or um, being away from our families so that we could um, be doing a young adult thing or, or, or whatever I, I work with youth but wherever you're working um just it's important to keep going the Holy Spirit is the one that's leading us. And so sometimes we don't always know, always know where the, the, the Holy Spirit is leading us, but we know we're in good hands. Do not be afraid. Um, those are the words of the gospel, the words the popes have used and so on. But you know, for me at 54, learning Spanish was, oh my gosh, do I have to do this? <laughs> and uh, the people taught me, do not be afraid. Just get out there and communicate. If language is a barrier, work to overcome it little by little. Um, I strongly recommend a long time uh, in-depth, you know, immersion experience. But that's my big advice. Pray and do not be afraid. It's it's not easy. Um, you might feel alone. <laughs> you might feel discouraged at times because of the many factors and and challenges. But I would um, um, I, I, I want to inject hope in in every one of us. I want us to know and want you to know that um, the, that things get better uh, the more we lean on the community to help us through the difficulties. You know, allowing ourselves to be vulnerable in ministry, you know, you know, you know, that's the whole thing about intimacy, you know, into me, see, you know, it's okay, you know, for uh, each one of us in ministry to not feel that we're perfect, that we've got it all together, that we have to, you know, uh, you know, be perfect leaders. Um, if we allow ourselves to uh, walk with the Latino community, they will grab our hand and they will help us through the difficulties. Uh, don't be afraid if your English is your. I mean, your yeah. If your English is not perfect, yes. If your if your Spanish is not perfect, um, don't worry. Um, I've often told people, you know, just come, smile, enjoy yourself. You know, uh, make allow yourself to be vulnerable to learning to being to being open. You know, and uh, Latinos are very forgiving about that. It's not about language; it's about presence. It's about showing up. It's about, you know, sitting at the table and eating, you know, um, sharing, you know, a broken conversation in Spanglish. It doesn't matter. You know, it's a lot of fun, actually. So don't be afraid of showing up, of coming, you know, and, 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 and always trying to do different things and to cherish and promote, the, you know, the uh, different traditions and popular devotions of Latinos. 
Per ministry is hard, and, um, and you're not alone. As a minister, we need to find like-minded people that support our calling. I want to invite our ministers that are listening to find somebody that supports our calling. They can, they can be even people that are not in church ministry, but we have to find somebody that is keeping us in check and keeping us realistic. And it's also supporting in that position. My advice would be to realize that crisis and difficult moments and, and the dark nights and the moments of cross are part of the journey. No disciple can evade the cross. Just as Jesus Christ had to confront that moment of the passion on the cross, sure, there will be moments where we have to face struggles and difficult times, but always remember in the uh, depths of your heart that that's not the end. There's always Easter, there's always joy, and there's always Easter Sunday. So keep that in mind, keep that in your heart, and just persevere, just as our Blessed Mother persevered, just as the Apostles persevered, stay strong and stay joyful because that will take you to the Easter joy and, and to the, the mission in Pentecost. And finally, I leave you with the prayers of my guests. May you feel the hand of God in your life and in your ministry. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, dear Lord Jesus, in the life of the church, we go through difficult times. In the life of our communities, they go through difficult times. We are now in a time of immigration that is challenging, where there are many uh, misinformation and where civility is sometimes lost for those who are of a different color or a different race or a different language. But as Catholics, we're all brothers and sisters. May we be the body of Christ and support each other, whether we be leaders or members. May we be the hands and feet and the hearts that embrace each other and walk together. Lord, help us not lose hope. Help us be the light in the darkness. Help us be the path of clarity and confusion. Help us overcome sadness with joy. With you, all things are possible. So, Lord, we ask you to be with every minister, every leader, everyone who desires to be part of the body of Christ, to have faith and confidence in your power over the evil we see in the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Holy Spirit, I ask you to guide us as we stumble in the direction that you need us to go. I ask that as we are walking walking with those that we are ministering, that you are the one leading, that we are doing the walking and we are there in the everyday moments, but we know that you are leading us towards something greater. Um, Lord, help us as we minister to those in need and help us be ministered uh, when we need it as well. Amen. Dear Lord, we ask you to bless all those who work in Hispanic ministry um, work with Latinos of any country or nation. Uh, there are many of them among us now, and we need to be reaching out to them. If we do not, others will. 
and we will lose some of the best energy and um, best spirituality that we could possibly have in the church today and the energy that involves families and uh, leads to the values that we believe as Catholics. Uh, please be with all those who minister to youth, to uh, those Spanish speakers in our nation, and uh, inspire them to vocations of service to their own people as well. Amen. Loving and gracious God, we give you thanks for being a God of life and a God of love. You want us to live in peace and in happiness. You have given us hearts capable of loving like you love. We want everybody to experience your love. Let's help us to show them the compassion, the compassion of Jesus. They can free themselves and enjoy your peace your love, and happiness. And this we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you so much for the gift of allowing us to minister uh, to, uh, but also being, being ministered at, you know, with our brothers and sisters from Latin America, uh, the gift of them, present in our lives. Uh, thank you for their for the gift of their devotion, of their spirituality, and um, that is shared with us in our parishes. Uh, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to walk with them, to walk with brothers and sisters that can teach us so much and uh, can especially keep us grounded in the mysteries of the incarnation at this time. Uh, thank you for the many blessings and thank you for um, all that you give us, you know, all that you provide for us. And we ask you to be with those, especially that at this time of the year um, are suffering loneliness, are suffering uh, homelessness, are suffering from not feeling loved, that we may be people that go to them, go into the peripheries of our cities and towns not only in search of the immigrant, but also of those who are hurt, those who are in most need of your presence, of you, Jesus, being born in their hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the opportunity to serve you. We give you thanks because you are the source of our ministry, and you are the place that we want to minister to. Give us wisdom. Give us an open heart and a loving heart so we can understand what it is that you want to do with our people. I want to pray especially for those that are suffering, that feel lonely, that feel abandoned, Lord. Give them your grace so they can know that you are a loving God. And we pray to Mary, our mother, so she can cover us with her mantle and lead us always to Christ, our Lord, her son. Mother Mary, Keep us always faithful to the love of God and be our model in the ministry that we do. Amen. Good and gracious Lord, you have called us to be your missionary disciples. You have given each one of us the graces of baptism that make us your disciples and your missionaries. Give us the strength, the Holy Spirit, 
to realize that even through difficult times, we are called to endure, to persevere, and to build your kingdom. And as we keep going forward as your missionary disciples, make that our efforts will bring much joy to the world and will bring much fruits for the mission of the church. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, I ask you to touch the heart of every minister who is listening today. May they feel the great love that you have for them. May they remember that you first loved them. You created them out of love. You have been forming them from their mother's womb, and you are guiding their steps. They are your beloved daughter or son. Even the hairs on their head are numbered. You have given them certain gifts and everything they need to do your will here on earth. You have called them to ministry in order to serve the body of Christ. You see all their long hours and their efforts and their struggles. May they remember that they are never alone. Grant them the grace and the strength to overcome any obstacle that comes their way. And may everything they do be for your glory, Lord. All this we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I also ask you, Mary, our mother, to cover every minister who's listening with your mantle. May they feel your motherly love and follow your example of a faithful disciple. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening today. May God bless you and your ministry as Gente Puente.